You're tuning in to the Sheer Resilience Podcast, the brown girl's guide to facing life's hurdles without giving up. Tune in weekly as we share candid conversations and an occasional kiki to help you bounce back and be the best version of yourself. I am your host, Brandy Lucas. Let's cut up. What's good, Sheer Squad? We are back with the Sheer Resilience Podcast. I'm Brandy. Hey, if you're new here, so happy to have you. We always start the show off with a segment that I call Dope Things That I'm Digging, my way of sharing something I'm digging with y'all. And this week is another book. I've been telling y'all a lot about my journey that I'm on. I'm like knee deep in transitions in every major area of my life. And at the same time, I am just in a growth season, if that makes sense. So I am diving into everything that I can find that serves as support for me as I am, you know, weaving in and out of feeling like I got this thing and feeling like, what am I doing? (laughs) And it changes every single day. I am smart enough to know that I have to surround myself with good people, but I also have to be intentional about what I ingest. So I am reading like crazy. The book that I want to share with you guys today is called Don't Believe Everything You Think. And it is by Joseph. I ain't even going to attempt to pronounce this man's last name because it's going to be disrespectful. Everybody like their name to be said the way it's supposed to be said. So I ain't going to say it. I'm going to spell it N-G-Y-N-G-U-Y-E-N. Y'all know I was going to mess that up. I couldn't even really see the letters. Don't Believe Everything You Think is the title of the book. Subtitle, Why You're Thinking is the beginning and the end of suffering. I think I scrolled past somebody sharing their two cents on this book on TikTok or something on social media. And it just seemed interesting from their point of view. Again, I'm in this season of, you know, propping myself up and making sure that I'm pouring into myself. So I looked at it and yeah, somehow I ended up with the book. Shout out to Hoopla. If y'all don't know about Hoopla, that's H-O-O-P-L-A. This isn't sponsored, but if you have a local library card, you are able to get access to, I mean, tons of books, books and music actually for free. It's just like you're going to your local library and you get the e-book and sometimes the audio book and you're renting it for 21 days based on you having a local library card. So I snagged the book on Hoopla. It is the first book that I've read in February. And right now is like February, what, six or something? And I didn't already read this book. I'm going to take my moment because I have been committing to reading two books a month. And I know we only two months into the year, but we going to like celebrate the small steps. This is book number one that I've already finished. The book is interesting. I am a Christian. So my structure of how I see things is I'm not really big on the universe, not really big on like, you know, not to disrespect anybody else's belief, but I stand flat footed in what I believe, you know, the father, the son, the Holy Spirit. So In the past, I have had a difficult time ingesting content that spoke, 
I hope y'all can hear this train. The train is coming. When I started this season, I included a small disclaimer that I am now recording in a new place that is outfitted with trains and motorcycles. And sometimes you might hear them. Oh, and it is roaring at this point. <laughs> if y'all hear the train, I apologize. I'm going to just take a break. What I was saying before I was rudely interrupted by the train is that in the past, I have had a difficult time ingesting content that was in opposition or that didn't correlate directly with what I believe. As I look at my reasoning behind that, I believe it's twofold. I believe that I am resounding what I believe and it's important to make sure that you are in a strong enough standpoint in what you believe that you are not swayed by anybody else's opinion. And because we live in a world with so many opinions, so many alternative viewpoints, for a long time, I found it hard to be able to like really dive into anything. And if I'm honest, it was out of a fear of just not wanting to be tainted in any way. I was raised one way, then I came into adulthood and, you know, chose the way that I wanted to roll out my face for myself. So I just had been protective over it. Today, I kind of see it in a different uh, viewpoint. I probably feel that way because I'm more mature in my faith. I still know what I know and believe what I believe. But at the same time, I do believe that there is space and opportunity for me to continue to learn, to learn not about what I believe, like that's not going to change. The Bible is the Bible and will be what it is. And that's what I stand on. But I think that as I am experiencing life as a entrepreneur, as a uh, mother of adult children, as a coach and consultant, it benefits me greatly to not have such a narrow worldview not from a standpoint of being swayed in what I believe, but giving me the ability to understand other people's perspective. It's something that's new to me. And this book really, I don't know, it, it, it was insightful. There were some things in the book that didn't necessarily gel with what I believe and not in a overtly disrespectful way to my faith or to Christianity. It just left a lot of room to interpretation for people to take the information in and run it through the filter of how they see life, which is completely cool. We are not a black and white society. I know what I believe, but I also have the capacity to hear other people's standpoints and respect them for believing what they believe in. And I can have a conversation that shares that with somebody without beating them down or making them feel like I'm superior or anything like that. So the book, again, don't believe everything you think. It did a great job of explaining to me the difference between thoughts and thinking. Um, as somebody who has been affected by anxiety, anxious thoughts, intrusive th thoughts throughout my life, I found it insightful. Just like anything, we get the opportunity to chew the meat and spit out the bones. Everything don't have to be your jam. And that doesn't mean that you still can't take something valuable from it. So this week's dope thing that I'm digging 
Like every week's DTID will be listed below in the show notes. Let's get into the show. I told y'all last week that I had officially opened my calendar to start taking coaching and consulting clients. And this has been a busy week, especially for it to be very early stages in this new business. I'm super excited about it. And my area of expertise that I am seeking to help people with is execution And on 10, to have the opportunity to sit with people, to hear about their goals and the things that they like to work through, to take that information back and to put together an action plan that supports them with the step-by-step play on how to actually do this thing. Y'all don't know, it really lights me up. The ideas, the execution, the hours of research because working with stylists is something that I know it still causes me to have to approach their thing from a unique standpoint, whatever their goal is in their business or pursuit. I still have to take that information, go and research it and develop a plan that is specific to where they're trying to go based on where they are starting. But opening the business up to people who are not beauty entrepreneurs has put me in a whole different arena of research I'm working with uh, a client who is doing real estate, doing fixing and flipping properties and who has a very structured corporate background, still on the nine to five. So very committed in, in that area and arena, all of the requirements of that job, plus family and all of those things, but still super passionate about starting this real estate business. So this puts me in the position to have to do some research on how to support them in this goal, how to help them balance their time, how to help them get a little bit more discipline in areas because they're used to putting all of their time, attention, all of their eggs in one basket in their corporate job. So how do I support them in finding the time and the bandwidth and whatever it's going to need for them to fulfill this goal that they're working on. So it has been very, very interesting. It's stretching me and I get lost in the hours of completing these plans and preparing to support my clients. What I am seeing, whether I'm working with beauty entrepreneurs or general entrepreneurs, people who have side hustles or people who are full-time entrepreneurs is that everybody comes to the table with their goal We do our initial discovery call and they pour out to me, you know, what they're looking to have support as they work toward. And I take that mental note, have my notes and all of the thing. But I start at the same place with everybody. And I want to throw this out there for those of you guys who may not be entrepreneurs. Y'all may not need Brandy Lucas coaching and consulting, but you got a goal, a calling, something that you're passionate about. And you're trying to figure out how do you get from where you are to where you want to be. Yes, your goal is important. The goal is the thing that you want to get to. But if you don't deal with your mindset, you will be spinning your wheels and it'll be 2025, 2026. And that goal will probably still be on your vision board and you'll still be talking about it. And at the same time, you're going to be a little bit older, you know, because we be getting older every day. We be getting older. So I want to help y'all increase the likeliness of you achieving your goal as well. How'd that sound? Y'all down? 
the most common hindrance that most of us will probably face as we work toward achieving something is fear. Oh, hairy, scary fear. False evidence appearing real. It comes up with everybody. The most polished, pulled together, successful entrepreneurs. I hear it in speeches. I hear fear is just a natural experience that we'll encounter. Its origins are helpful. You know, we are innately going to experience fear because it's our body's way of protecting us from danger. (laughs) Back before we were in these civilized settings, we needed fear to protect us, to let us know that, you know, you might die, something is coming, move before you get hurt, those instincts. And while the world has developed and just the way that we lived has developed in such a way, we don't necessarily have to be as hardwired to be looking out for the same levels of fear. Our bodies and our instincts still produce those feelings. And a lot of times that fear transcends from us really being safe to hindering us from doing things that could probably open doors and change our lives. So fear is common. Fear is helpful. It's something that can be beneficial because you can't just be out here not having no sense of, you know, when you need to duck. Like if you at the show and everybody get up and run, I think you should run and figure it out from the outside. Don't don't be so content where you don't feel fear in the right situations, but in situations where fear is blocking you from getting out here and standing fully in your gifts and talents, then it is a disservice. So three quick tips that I would love to share with you guys in regards to fear to help you catapult toward your goals this year and beyond is first up, write it down. Y'all sick of me talking about writing it down and journaling and write the vision and make it plain. I hope y'all sick of it so much so that you hear me in the back of your head and you start carrying a pen and a pad. And yes, we all got the notes app on our phone, but something different happens when you write things down physically. Get in the habit of finding some time. I don't want to push y'all into saying doing it every day because that might be a lot for you if you're not a journaler. But if you are embarking on something in your life, maybe it's a promotion that's coming up or maybe you have an amazing idea that you know that this world needs and it's coming up in your brain. You're thinking about it. You're dreaming about it. You're seeing things about it. It's on you heavy. Take the time to write down what you're feeling that could be in the way that's stopping you from moving forward. Put words to the thing. A lot of times, because fear is false evidence appearing real, once you write that thing out and then go back and read it, you can hop over that hindrance because you're like, yeah, it sounded more like a threat in my head than it really is when I put it on paper. I'm probably not going to have to sell my house and be under the bridge with my kids and be eating out of a tin can. The likeliness of that happening is like rare. It could happen. 
I'm going to give you some credit. It could happen, but the likeliness of it being the reason why you should not take a risk, why you should not take the next step, is it valid or not? I'm going to just put that out there for you to evaluate, but writing things down and reading them back to see if it is a valid reason for you to not move is a great practice to adopt. Once you've identified what the fear is, you've written that thing out and squared it up and looked straight in its face, then the next thing that could be very helpful is for you to incorporate in your planning as you're moving forward and still pursuing whatever the goal is, is to add into your plan something that directly stomps on the head of the fear. So if you don't want to go on the solo vacation because you fear that you won't have nobody to hang out with, then maybe you go on the solo vacation, but you go in a travel group or maybe you make a intentional effort to link up with somebody in the place that you're going to be in or reach out to see if anybody is also solo traveling. There are so many ways for you to push past the fear that comes up in your head in situations if you plan around it accordingly. And finally, something that is slept on. Folks just have a hard time doing this. But once you have identified the fear and you have worked it into your plan, then you need to get some support. If you know that there are areas in your life that you are not fully showing up in You are not conquering the giants. You are not trying the new thing because of fear. Find someone that you trust and share with them what you are fearful about. Allow them the space and the opportunity to hear you be vulnerable and support you in that thing. Walk alongside you to like call out what you possibly cannot see in yourself. It is an absolute game changer, but it is going to take you to be vulnerable. To actually come to terms with there are things in your life that you are not experiencing because you are fearful about it. To take the necessary actions to move past that, doing it afraid, finding the support, but also trusting your fragility to somebody else. Being fragile, being vulnerable, not having it all together, not looking like we like are just slaying every single day that comes in our life is something that we shy away from, but we all going through the same stuff. There is someone in your circle who can support you as you face fear and you can be that someone for somebody else. And if you scrunched your face up when I said that and said, no, there's nobody in my circle that I can trust like that, then sis, get a coach. If we get the chips off our shoulders and start to look around us and see who's around us that can be beneficial to us and who we can be a benefit to in their lives, this world would be a more beautiful place because it's already beautiful. It's cute, but it can be so much more popping out here because we would really be living in the fullness of who we are using our gifts to glorify God and changing people's lives and being out here impacting things. But fear got a lot of us playing super small. All right, y'all. Those are my three tips. Again, this week's dope thing that I am digging. Don't believe everything you think by Joseph 
y'all heard me spell out the last name will be in the show notes below until next time i hope that you guys will keep learning keep living and more importantly than anything keep loving because love is what we really need i'll talk to y'all real soon